realizing that sometimes the most productive thing we can do is step away from what feels like work and spend time with people who really generate creative ideas or just let us fully relax or be silly or be ourselves. That's actually, I'm more productive when I come back to work mode when I do that. Welcome back to another episode of the Earn Your Happy Podcast. You guys, summer brings a lot of social time for me. I spend two months at the lake. I know you've been hearing this, but literally July and August, I feel like my calendar is so booked. I work during the week and then pretty much on Friday, we have company, we have guests, or I'm with family through Sunday. And I am all about that healthy lifestyle, like hardcore, because without it, I can't reach my dreams. I can't do all the things I want. I don't feel good. I lose all my energy, but I'm also all about balance. So sometimes on the weekends, I'm going to be having cocktails and I am going to be eating whatever my family is making. And with that can come a lot of bloating and inflammation, especially because during the week, I try my best to eat really clean. But something that I've been doing in order to kind of negate that and make myself feel better right away, even through the weekends is I am drinking a ton of water, not just water. I am adding lemon to it. And then sometimes I'm adding turmeric and sometimes I'm adding ginger and a couple other things. So I made a couple recipes for you. If you want to feel your best this summer, if you're all about me and you're all about that healthy lifestyle, but also balance and having fun, then all you have to do is really take that extra level of care for yourself. And one of the biggest ways that I do this is just flushing out my body, hydrating myself. I am all about good skin right now, like especially as I'm getting older and I spend half my time in the desert, I am like doing all that I can to make sure that I feel good and I keep my skin as healthy as possible. And I do all of the preventative things. And one of the biggest things you can do is vitamin C because you can't make your own collagen without vitamin C. So you guys, I want to send you all of my favorite lemon water recipes for inflammation, for deep bloating, for all of the things that make you feel good and hydrated, which is essential if you're having the same type of summer as me. So all you have to do is go over to Instagram and DM me the word lemon, nothing else, not a sentence, no emojis, just the word lemon. And I'm going to send you my favorite anti-bloating, anti-inflammatory lemon water recipes and why you should be doing it. Because I get so motivated when I hear the science behind it. And we wrote up a whole thing for you all about how incredible some of these ingredients are that are in there and for your gut. So you guys, this is part two of the living room sessions. If you didn't listen to part one, you don't necessarily have to listen to this because this is all Q&A from our live studio audience. And these questions were so freaking fire. I am obsessed with the women who showed up. If you don't know what living room sessions are, it is when when me and one of my best friends, Lindsay Schwartz, who has the podcast Powerhouse Women, we got together and we said, what would it look like if we had more fun doing our work? And that answer was we would podcast together and we would do it live in front of a studio audience and we would just have these incredible conversations and we would also drink wine. So you guys, One Hope is sponsoring this podcast because they sponsor our wine at the events. You don't have to drink wine, obviously, but I'm telling you, it is a super good time. It's just a bunch feels like a bunch of women getting together in a living room and having the time of our lives and talking about the real stuff. And I'm telling you, that's why I love these is because it brings out a totally different side of our personalities. And I just feel like you are getting the real real on exactly how we are and how we would talk to you if we were all besties 
in our living room sharing a glass of wine. Okay, we wouldn't share one glass of wine. We would all be sharing bottles of wine with our own glasses. But you get it. So this is the Q&A portion. And we are going to be answering all the questions from the studio audience. Again, if you have not listened to part one, you don't have to. But head on over right after this to go listen to part one. And I think you're going to love it. Here we go. Q&A portion, you guys. Anything and everything. If you want to chat, honestly, really anything and everything. But if you want to keep it to community, that's fine too. Whatever you feel like, I think we're all pretty open up here. So do you want to start and kick it off? Hi, guys. Ali Ruta here from Burlington, Ontario. Team Canada, back row. Very exciting. I am the proud owner of a luxury boutique gym called Benchmark Fitness. And on Instagram, you can find us at Benchmark Burlington. My personal brand, Inspire and Move. Massive lover of these three beautiful women. We love you. So my question for you, thanks so much for the topics tonight. I feel like it was really speaking to my soul. And my question kind of falls more on the personal community side of things. When you feel like you are maybe coming at a crossroads from the people in your circle, in your network, and how you go through that transition gracefully, and graciously. You don't. Yeah. It's going to be ugly. Yeah. Burn it down. I was looking for some like how to's, like very oh, clear. Okay. Oh, you were looking for how to's. Okay. Well, you're in it right now? In it right Are now. Are you in the eye of the storm right now? Okay. I feel like there's a beautiful way to do it, but there's no way to avoid the emotions around it. And the pain, there's going to be pain, but the pain is how we grow. The pain is actually some of the most beautiful parts. We were just talking about that back there, actually. Like those moments that you look back and go, thank God that happened to me. That nightmare was now the biggest gift I've ever had in my life. We really did. We were just back there and we were naming certain things that have happened in our life. We were so rejected in unique ways. And it was the best thing that ever happened Mm -hmm. to us. Best thing. But when you're in it, it doesn't feel like the best thing. Yes. So with your friends right now, is it is it like the friend circle kind of? Yeah, and just- I feel like I'm growing and I'm so excited about what we're doing, mm-hmm. whether me personally or me and my husband, at a exponential pace. And I love what Katrina, you shared from the dinner that you guys had together. And I need, I'm so excited to look, go back and listen to this episode and actually write it down. But I thought was a beautiful thing that you shared. And... I, that's how I feel. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I'm I'm so excited to be growing at a high frequency pace and momentum and very hungry for all these big amazing things. And there are people, and I'm so grateful that some of them are in this room right now that I have met through masterminds and events and networks and circles that's just very different and that gives me a whole different mm-hmm. energy than some people that I really care deeply about. But how to find Mm. that balance. So this is just for me. I have learned to kind of put people in different compartments of my life. So those people who were with you, who know you for different times of your life, they are now in a, I don't expect them to be on my business journey or my next evolution. Sometimes they can be the people that you love to go to dinner with once in a while. And you guys are probably not going to talk about business and they're probably not going to be super excited for what you're doing because maybe that's not where they're at. Maybe they're really struggling in their life. Maybe they are in a part of their journey where they haven't got the lesson yet. Do you know what I'm saying? Like 
maybe they can't get excited about things because they're learning a particular lesson in their lives. We've all been there where we're like, I'm just not getting it. And maybe some other people got, you didn't even realize they left you for other reasons because you were in that portion. So for you, it's going to be about making sure you surround yourself with those people who really light you up and bring that energy out. Like exactly what you're doing. Go into those containers where it's safe to let this part of you just a hundred million percent shine. But then also know, you know, I know that I'm going to go to certain places and certain dinners when I go to certain, sometimes I'll go with some of Chris's friends that he grew up with and their wives are there. It's going to be a different container for me because they're in a different part of their journey in their life. So I let my expectation go because we're usually most upset because of our expectations. It's like, why aren't you happy for me? Why aren't you excited that I'm growing? Why can't you be this? Like, this is so fun. Wouldn't wouldn't you rather be this? No, they're not. That's not who it's going to be for you right now. Have your business container or this energetic container who people are very excited. They're on the same evolutional like path and growth trajectory, but then let the expectations go around those other parties, events, family things. Like then you can actually enjoy them for who they are. Like they'll bring, they will reveal a new kind of blessing and value to you when you let go of what you want them to be. That's what happened for me. And then I was like, wait, you can teach me how to clean with like toothpaste and baking soda. And I'm not saying that rude. Like they're teaching me how to get stains out of things where I'm like, this is insane. You need that friend. You need that friend. I really need this right now. Or they're teaching me something about they're going through it with their parents or their aging parents where I'm like, that is like really hard. And I can only imagine. And it's probably going to happen to me. So letting them shine for their value in those containers, you know? May I ask you a question? Yeah. How do you prepare yourself for those dinners, events, or experiences? Do you have like a little self-talk, a little prayer? I think now, depending on the energy, it just depends. Like I kind of just like get present. I kind of just am like, okay, be here. Just be here and like let them have this moment. This is just a moment of your life and you can absolutely learn something from this. But like let go of the frustration of like, oh, this is, I don't want to go do this again or whatever this looks like. I don't know how it is for you. So I'm just saying how I feel. You, we kind of did it earlier when, you know, we had to talk and we had to connect about this weekend, but I was in the middle of playing Barbies with (laughs) obviously my daughter. Um, (laughs) It's a, it's a hobby. (laughs) Um, With my other bestie. Yeah. Myself. I play out scenarios, you know. Um, Different business business conversations. Preparing for tonight. You're so successful. Stop it. (laughs) Barbie has a podcast now. But we had to have a conversation about something. And I was like, hey, we just have to text. And instead of you being like, wow, she's on a completely different level than me. Like she's playing Barbies with her four-year-old. Like she's not above it. She's like, that's where I'm at today. And so I think I'm thinking about like when I was really grinding in my 20s and early 30s and I would hang out with a lot of women and some of my best friends, even from my childhood, and they would be talking about how to get their baby to sleep. And I'm like, oh my God, I really need to like get up that post. And then that video, I have to edit this when I get home. And I would almost find myself thinking while they're talking about things that I couldn't relate to. And then now I'm like, how the fuck did you get your baby to sleep? (laughs) (laughs) 10, 10 years ago, I wasn't listening. Yeah. (laughs) So exactly what she said, people be on 
these different paths and it's really beautiful. And so intentionally either listening or saying, yeah, just text me, go play Barbies with mm-hmm. Bella. Mm-hmm. I was just playing Barbies with her, so it wasn't really <laughs> I played with Barbies until an embarrassingly late age that I am not embarrassed by. I don't even 38? remember. <laughs> All I know is I was, I'm seven years older than my sister and she was like, mm, Barbies are lame. And I was <laughs> holding two Barbies like, yeah, totally. What do you think? <laughs> no, but I, when I, I want to add something and whether this is for Allie or someone else, I've had a lot of growth guilt. Anyone ever <laughs> experienced that? I don't think any of us ever want to feel like we're kind of just growing in different directions. Again, it's not outgrowing like you're faster, you're better or more successful. But here's there's some specific friendships that I kind of have in mind where they've even been very vocal about saying like, I wish we were as close as we used to be. And in that moment, it kind of stings at first, but I'm clear that I'm great with where our friendship has evolved to. And so I think I've just learned to, one of you said it, just be really present. And if this is a friendship I still want to invest in, I'll be intentional with making plans, even if it's every six months, and then just making sure I let them know how excited I am to see them and like still let them know how important they are to me Because my tendency has been because I feel guilty is that I almost am like resentful of them because I feel like they're not wanting me to grow and it can go in a negative direction just as easily as it can be like, wow, this, this friendship is so beautiful and has served me in such beautiful ways. And now it looks different, but it can be really intentional in those one or two dinners a year that we have. And I've just learned to really support myself around letting it be okay that I don't feel as drawn to certain friendships as I once did. And it's tough. I'm literally, I'm like thinking of, this is very real for me right now. I have plans coming up in the coming weeks with the friends where I'm like, I have to go in first of all and say, am I showing up fully authentic in this friendship? Because it would actually be disingenuous if I would make plans more frequently and show up as someone who doesn't really want to be there. That's actually not fair to them either. So letting it be okay. Am I being fully authentic? And am I giving in my most authentic way, showing up fully for them in these times when I can give the time and letting it be okay if maybe their expectation is different and even being open if they want to voice it. That's actually really beautiful too, to come back and say, well, I hear you. And for me right now, here's what I really value about our friendship. I want to add one more thing because I think this is a really important topic because you're going to keep, we're going to keep going through this over and over and over again. You know, you have your people who are on your life for the, or on your journey for your whole life. And then you have a majority aren't though. Majority are not. And I think as women, we feel really guilty around that. And that's where Carolyn Miss has a book called, hold on, it's good. Just look up Carolyn Miss, but it's about MYSS bubble. It's a um, relationships. And she talks a lot about relationships having an expiration date. And when you overstay the expiration date, that's when it turns toxic or bad. And so when people are like, I'm going to, ah, this relationship has just turned sour. It's a, you know, it's a bad relationship. I'm like, you overstayed the amount of time that you guys were meant to be on each other's journey. And there were probably signs along the way that it was coming near the end. 
Totally. And so then we just keep it going because we feel bad about it because they're supposed, we, we're like, we've known them forever or, you know, we just met them and they, they don't feel the same way I do. And so Chris and I, at this point in our lives, because now we've decided, you know, when Chris's dad passed, a lot of things happen when, when somebody in your life that you love passes and you realize how valuable time is. And so all of these like dinners and coffees that I was going to suddenly became not as important to me at all. And they actually said, this is taking away time from the investments into the relationships that I really want to have deeply in my life. And so we had a lot, you know, we were living in LA and we were trying to build our careers. We were doing a lot of dinners and I was doing a lot of things with people who are one-offs. So I said, no more one-offs. And also, if we're not in a place where this person is going to be on our journey long-term anymore and we know it, let's not like drag them on. Let's not lead them on. Let's actually just kind of cut it off or be done so that now we'll put that time back in our family. And you guys probably see online, we're with our family a lot and I'm with my very close friends a lot. And I never used to be that way and I felt very lonely. So now it's like you have to sometimes make these clear moments in your life where you decide, who do I want to invest in? Because there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people and they're all amazing. They're all amazing, but you have to decide where you're going to put that time. You did a really good job too with even girlfriends in business where you put it out there for me too, which I respected so much. Not only like, how do you feel about being on a schedule, but <laughs> which I was still late, still late and forgot my we'll champagne. Make this joke forever. Yeah. <laughs> but she said we could do it just this one time or we could continue if you want. And it was just really nice because that's that was her releasing any expectation of it being more than this amazing thing that we do together. And we're actually already planning the second one. Yep. So, Sorry on the books. <laughs> but you never know. What if even after knowing each other for over a decade, it didn't work? But she really like, it was just so good. Lori is so generous with everything. And with her words and making sure that you always feel comfortable in what you're committing to, too. So thank you. Thanks for that. And it's freedom for you guys to enter into things. This is why I feel very close to my girlfriends now is because I'm like, say the hard thing, like put it all out there so that there's never I don't ever want energy with these women that doesn't feel good. And if there is, I want it to come up immediately because I care about them and you care about your friends. And when we don't say the things because we don't want to say them because it sucks or it'll hurt, that's when the crack starts. So right if you feel that right now with somebody, the crack is starting. And you can't fix that unless you say it out loud. So that, yeah, great question. Okay, should we do another that one? such a beautiful question. <laughs> yes. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to share with you that this podcast, Earn Your Happy, is now a part of the Growth Day Podcast Network. Truly, this is like one of the most exciting things that has ever happened to me. I'm telling you, I no longer feel like I'm doing this alone. And I actually get to collaborate with the people who host the podcast that I'm obsessed with. Like that I have been listening to myself, who inspired me to start a podcast, who have taught me about how to go and do the thing. Like the original people who got me motivated through listening to their podcasts. You guys, a bunch of us are coming together to bring more 
more growth to the world and to support shows and brands that we believe in. And one of my friends are also on this network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to their show. You guys, I just had Danielle Canty on of the Boss Babe podcast. She co-hosts it with her other amazing co-host and one of my friends, Natalie Ellis. You guys, you can go check out that podcast on mine. It's episode 925 and Danielle and I talk all about burnout and how that could be showing up in your life and most importantly, how to prevent it. But I want to tell you, if you have not gone and checked out the Boss Babe podcast yet, go subscribe because it is one of the largest online communities for ambitious women and female entrepreneurs. And I know that if you're listening to the show, chances are that's probably you. You guys, they have 3.6 million followers and 380,000 subscribers. The Boss Babe podcast is the place where they share real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance, and learning how to balance it all. Most of all, you guys, truly, these women are in my life. Danielle and Natalie are people that I text on a weekly, monthly basis when I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel stuck. What should I do? I tune into their podcast, you guys, to learn. Even though they're my friends, I am still like crazy obsessed with this podcast because I learn something new every single time I listen. It makes me be a better podcaster. It makes me be a better businesswoman. It just makes me be better and more confident out in the world because they're so real and raw. And I can tell you that in the moments where I have had horrible days, down days, I've either gone and listened to this podcast or I've texted them because these are the people who truly get it. You want to listen to the people who are walking in the same footsteps that you are. You guys go check out the boss babe podcast you're not going to be sorry and it's just gonna like make you way smarter and you're gonna have way more fun so go check it out hey y'all if you didn't know Earn Your Happy is now a part of the Growth Day Podcast Network. This is so exciting to me because I have been looking for a really good home for the show for I can't even tell you, years, literally. And now I've finally been able to come together and collaborate with other people who have incredible shows and I want to share them with you. One of the shows is Motivation with Brennan Bouchard. And you guys, if you don't know about the beginning of my career, I literally started with Brennan Bouchard's work. It's how I launched one of my very first online courses and membership sites was because he gives so much advice that you can integrate and implement immediately. And that's what you're going to get on the show. Not just motivation, but you're going to learn exactly how to get your stuff out in the world. And not just that, but Brennan runs in the most incredible group of humans who are really doing the thing out in the world that you want to be doing. So go check it out. Go subscribe to Motivation with Brennan Bouchard. I promise you this is going to be one of those shows that no matter when you tune in, you're going to get value. Like it's not one of those that you're like, God, I listened for 30 minutes and I didn't get what I wanted. Like from the beginning, you're going to get something that changes your life or changes your business. So go check it out. Motivation with Brennan Bouchard. I know you're going to love it. I'm obsessed. Brianne. So excited to be here. I am the owner, co-owner of The Good In Media, a podcast production agency. And same lines of personal community. I didn't even raise my hand when you're like, 
who here needs more personal community. I have women in this room right now that have checked in on me and are those women that I can go to the next level with. And to be honest, like I know I love to connect when I'm here in a room, but my pattern is I'll go home, put my head down, get into work. And then like, I don't, even though I know I need people, I won't check in with them. So what would your advice be knowing that I could put a nice little label. I'm, I'm busy. I'm doing all the things, but I know I need it. And I recluse. I feel this That's one. a good question. I feel like knowing yourself, which it sounds like you do, and in knowing yourself, when you're in a, a good headspace, make some intentional plans ahead of time. Not too many plans. Yeah. Right? It's that balance of even I feel like Lori and I, like if it's gone a certain amount of time, we'll just intentionally make sure we get a workout or a trip to see each other if we're not in the same place. It's like we each kind of know our amount of time because we can both introvert real hard. Yeah. Like the most introverty of introverts. <laughs> but we also know that that's not actually where we're at our best. So having, I would say like a pretty close circle of people that have the not the right to call you out, but where you have the intention like, hey, we haven't dropped in in over 30 days. When are we doing that? Let's get it on the calendar. And just being intentional ahead of time. And, you know, there, there will be times where, I mean, we all came tonight and we've all got life going on. Mm -hmm. But is there anywhere else we'd rather be right now? No, no. not once we're here. Not once we're here, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but making sure that you have those things. And for us, actually, what feels great is making sure that they're also still in line with what we're really passionate about, which is building our brands and building our businesses. And I think that's okay too. Then you're like, well, I'm making money as well. So, yeah, you know, yeah. but it's okay for even your friend's time to kind of revolve also around business. If that's really like, I know you guys are just on a rocket ship right now building your company and that's okay too. Yeah, would you add anything yeah, else? Yeah, just to that? tell your friends you're like that. And like, you can't hold them responsible to check in on you, but let them know. And then also put it in the calendar. Literally, like, sometimes I'll do like a maybe it's the first Tuesday of every month and it says, like, make a friend date this month or make a work date. Like, you know, you probably feel that way because you're like, I don't know, I'm building this business and I need it to be because it's important that you build your business right now, right? Like it's yeah. important for you and your family. And it's important for a lot of people in here to build their business right now. Just the time in the world, it's important right now for us to be making money. So if you need it to feel productive, then make it productive time. So there's always something to do. And I think just you saying that gives me one, yes, I love that actionable tip of just put it on the freaking calendar because I live by my calendar. Like I, I will show up if I have that as a meeting in there. And when I think about it, we all have so much to do. So if I have buddies that are like, guess what? We can just click, click, click on our laptops right next to each other and get it done. Like that will feel really good because I also want to be super present with my family when I'm you know what I mean? Like it's all, I get so much, I'm emotional too, girl. Like <laughs> this, it, this stuff means a lot, right? Like we have people to serve in such a huge way. Like our, our mission is huge. And so it's like, I'm so excited about it and I could work all the time, but I, I know I can't. And so it's hard to shut that off and be with family. And so then even friends connecting with people that I love, that becomes another thing where I feel like I'm having to choose between those things. And it doesn't mm. have to be. I so, love that. And also realizing that sometimes the most productive thing we can do is step away from what feels like work and spend time with people who 
really generate creative ideas or just let us fully relax or be silly or be ourselves. That's actually, I'm more productive when I come back to work mode when I do that. And I want to point out that that those relationships take time because when Lindsay and I first started hanging out, it wasn't like, it, I mean, yes, ideas were popping off, but like at the same time, I wasn't like the first person I thought of at first wasn't her like, oh, I can be so comfortable around her. You guys, that is built and earned. Like that is the walks where you're like, yeah, it was, it was good, but I, I didn't feel fully feel like me. Yeah. You're not good. It's called a relationship because you have to start building that and going and doing the things. So when you go and set that work date, just always have the first 30 minutes be like, you know, we're just going to connect and then we won't talk. So we'll even say that like, okay, we know we're going to drop in in the first hour or whatever, then we'll get to work these last three hours or whatever. But remember that all of those investments, when you feel an energy there, if there was once an energy, if there was once an energy that you guys hit it off or you had a great conversation or you really dropped in, I believe that you can typically get that back with work and then it can feel that way all the time. So that's the hard part about us ladies is we're like, yeah, but it didn't feel that great and it wasn't the same because it was like number, the second time that you did it, you have to go invest so that you get comfortable. Like Lindsay and I got real comfortable together because we spent a week in a hotel room together and my dog died that same week. She like held me while I cried. Then after that, guess how comfortable it was? Really comfortable. (laughs) But like you have to keep going back for these shared experiences until you, you reach that place. And that's the only way to get the relationships that you see online that you want. Gosh, I love you guys. Thank you. I love you. And her and her husband were on my podcast just a few, well, a month ago, and it was the most beautiful story. You guys are amazing. Do we want to come to Tierney? Yes. Tierney Sherelle, the founder of the Live Bold Movement. And you've talked a lot about events in building community. And so I would love to know what are some of the biggest, one of the biggest lessons that you've learned in planning events and hosting them? Mm. And what advice would you have for people who are planning their first one? Great question. Love. Let me start. You guys are both looking at me. (laughs) No, (laughs) go ahead. (laughs) Okay. So I do believe when we talk about community being a huge, just it's literally the business of the future. I think any business who's not prioritizing community is going to get left behind. I think, especially in a post pandemic world, people are craving connection more than ever. So even if events, I want to speak generally and then speak to more specifically your question. Events could just be any opportunity to help connect people in person. You're all participating in one right now, Mm -hmm. right? So thinking about how can I add like a tangible aspect to my brand where people have an opportunity to come together and interface with me, right? So like, Shanae, who's here, has an amazing dress boutique. She does pop-ups, right? So people can come and have the girl high experience in person. So there's that aspect to it where it's just, I think the most important thing is to see those as experiences and opportunities to, it's like an extension of the feeling you want to give people. The same thing goes with an actual event event, like you're hosting retreats and starting to host events. I think people obsess over the wrong things, Mm -hmm. completely obsess over all the wrong things. You can mess up everything. Yes. And if you really obsess over a few core elements, how do you want people to feel? Think about how are they likely feeling when they walk in? Where? How do you want them to walk out? And how can you really design a day and whether, however long it is, how can you design the content and what you facilitate to walk them from 
where they are to where you want them to be. Perfect example. So with Powerhouse Women, it's a one-day event. I know that for a lot of people, they're walking in and, and that's a scary, like that's a courageous step for them. They don't know anyone. They maybe flew across the country. So I think so intimately about okay, how can I make sure they feel really welcomed right away? How can I make sure that as soon as the content starts, we get vulnerable right away, where all of a sudden it normalizes it. It literally levels the playing field. We walk in as people who are like, oh my gosh, she's so cool. Her outfit is so amazing. Am I dressed right? And all of a sudden we're all crying together. And you realize like no one has it all together. Now I have something I can work with. So I obsess way more about the content and like the emotional journey I want to bring someone through. Then And then I hire out all the rest. So like the amazing installations and all of that. I think people think that that stuff matters when the emotional journey is actually what matters the most. Because if people feel an authentic connection to you, to what you created, that's what's going to make them want to talk about it, want to come back, want to invite their friends. I love that. Mic drop. (laughs) Yeah. Just events, like thinking about how they're coming in and how they're leaving. So I know that she talked about how they're coming in. I think that, you know, through Lindsay and I's events, one of the biggest things I feel why people just feel welcome and seen there is because we see them immediately and call it all out in the beginning. So whenever people would come into Bliss or any of our things, you'll see it. Anyone who's coming to Girlfriends in Business, I'm going to do it in the morning right away. I'm going to acknowledge every feeling that could be in that room, and I'm going to do something that just like levels everybody so that it's you can actually be present. Because if you if you can't be present for the the content, then you miss the whole point. Because a lot of people will be in their heads, and people think they're walking in there like everyone is thinking about who's better than them, or who they need to meet, or who they need, or whatever that thing is. And it's all just everyone's walking in there with all of their own shit. And it's like nobody is free of that tornado that's going on in their head. I mean, like we walk into here and we all oh, have we our like, stuff. Ah. Like you just everyone has you have your it's it's. We're in a room full of of amazing women right now. Like, it brings everything up. So as much as this is our community, it's our mirror. So it's our biggest learning grounds we could possibly ever be in. So I think for events, like, what are they feeling? What can you do to get them to realize they're all one right now? And then just something really easy, how you end the event, what emotion you end it on is what they're going to remember. So sometimes people end it with just like, okay, and we're done teaching, you know, like, thank you so much. Like do something at the end. You could potentially suck through the whole middle. (laughs) And if you do something awesome at the end, they will remember that. It's so good. It's like sex. Yeah. (laughs) Strong finish. Yeah. A strong finish. You're like, that two minutes was terrible, but that last minute was insane. (laughs) Really did a number. Did you get what you needed out of that? (laughs) More than what you needed? It's so true. I think we have time for one more question. That was an amazing question. Thank you. I'm Kelly Burke, originally from Arizona, but I live in Florida now. And I am a TV sports broadcaster and an on-camera video coach. My question for you three, I've, I've heard some of you talk about the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. So if you wouldn't mind sharing what's an area you feel like you're currently upper limiting yourself mm. that you're still working through. 
Mm. This is a great you, question. That makes so much sense what you do for a living because you just look like you should always be holding a microphone. And her, <laughs> and her question was so like concise. Dialed I was like, in. yes, this is so good. So you teach people how to do this? I, I do. More? Yeah. And okay. I actually, my biggest pet peeve, honestly, when I'm listening to podcasts is people that take two minutes to actually get their question To get to out. the question. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody she hire her. If you're long-winded. Yeah. She gets it. Um, upper limiting. Upper limiting. I love this one. So I'm, I'm actively working in it. And it is getting kind of those women who are at the next level into my current atmosphere. And I'm I'm actively working in it and I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you so much. So getting those mentors and kind of turning them into people who are in your circle for where I need to go next. Who, who has the next secrets and what are they doing? So that's where I'm, I can get really intimidated and say, who am I to be here? And you can, it's really easy to cower and like back out of those arenas and show up very small. So I'm working through that. I feel like mine is similar from, you know, like the girls trip we just got to do. I had, I felt amazing while we were there. And then the day after, thank God, Lori and I had like a kind of like a recharge day just with each other. And I was like, I'm just having like some major feelings show up right now of like knowing that in a lot of ways, I'm getting these opportunities that a younger version of me, a a past version of me would have like envied and almost feeling like envy on the on behalf of other people who might feel like, well, why am I not getting that? And so I think where I often upper limit myself is feeling like I need to wait for everyone to come along. And a lot of times what I'll notice is when I'm going to a new level, which right now a new level for my business involves doing less and saying no to opportunities, it's interesting just to watch how then when the space that I cleared brings in a new opportunity that I wouldn't have been able to say yes to if I didn't have that space, then I'll go right to my default way of playing small, which is to make myself feel guilty. So I'm just like watching this circle happen because I also believe it's definitely not unique to me. So what's beautiful about it is I get to go through it and I get to share about it. And, you know, we get to open up these conversations so that anyone else who's experiencing that knows that it, it might happen, but it's also, and, and you had said something so beautiful to me. I wish I could remember it word for word, but you essentially said your community needs to see you get these new opportunities. Because mm-hmm. they all want them. You were so brilliant in that moment. Well, it's gone now. It's gone now. But <laughs> you guys, she was just on it. But it, it I'm was glad beautiful. you documented it. It was beautiful so. to be able to to have that moment with you and just say, like, I'm having some feelings show up because I am expanding. And I think it's important to talk about that. As you're expanding and having things happen in your life that are like holy shit moments, sometimes on the other side of that, the book that she's mentioning, The Big Leap, highly recommend everyone read that if you haven't. It's so counterintuitive, but what can happen in your own mind is you start to sabotage. So you You just have to be aware of it because I knew exactly what was happening in that moment. We got to process through it and then I was good. Mm-hmm. And the, the sabotage will be dressed up as something that is really real, that yes. you think you should feel bad about. And you will convince yourself that it's real. For myself and anyone that's listening that has not read the book, what is upper limiting yourself? Oh, thank you so much. We just assume everybody Because I'm knows. like, I'm, I'm catching no, on. No, I'm going to read it. Because anyone catching on it. but hasn't read the book. So I'm like, I think I know what you guys mean, but I would love... It is when you're starting to evolve and you start going and doing the things and you feel yourself growing and you're like, wow, there she is. 
that next level, all of a sudden you do something that feels very real from your, either from your past or you start telling yourself things like uh, start feeling bad or feeling shame around things and you put yourself back down in that place. Like, I, I don't deserve that. I'm not good enough or that's selfish or I need to bring my people with me or I can't leave my community, like all of those different things. I would say sometimes our biggest limiting beliefs that we finally get over, sometimes the people that have been in our life know what that is and know our vulnerabilities and they'll actually say it mm-hmm. and they'll pull us back. Mm-hmm. So, some, and I'm not talking about like really genuine friends. I'm talking about someone who will actually know what your limiting belief was. Mm-hmm. And when you finally start growing, they know when to come in. And they know when to bring you back in. And it can hurt. And it can be really, really, I mean, we all sabotage opportunities or things that happen in our life because we don't feel like we deserve it or out of shame or guilt. But that's like what comes up when I just heard that. But I haven't read the books and I'm going to read the book. And you'll love it. That's literally the form that it comes in is often it's us or the people closest to us or that we thought or who, who can say they know us the best. And essentially, that's our journey now to decide how we're going to confront that because you know yourself the best. So, you guys, I love you. This was amazing. I'm so grateful for you. So Since this was all about community and then we're all community here and so many of the women here are coming to Girlfriends in Business and you've done such a brilliant job creating and cultivating community for other women and really impacting their lives. How about we just leave like really just one thing about community that you absolutely love. Oh, I love that. Each of us. Ooh. There you go. Look at this. I can't quietly open this, so I'll just wait. <laughs> <laughs> the other one I had open and ready. There is literally nothing more gratifying than seeing this little idea mm. that at one moment was those moments like Carly talked about, wouldn't this be cool if? And it becomes the place where people find their people. And I think if we remember that that's the true intent of community is to create the space where people can find other people like them. And we're literally fulfilling. If you look at like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, mm-hmm. a belonging is just above our actual survival needs like food and shelter. People need to feel like they belong. And I think the biggest thing, okay, I, I knew if I just started talking, something brilliant would come. Yep. Here's what I really, here's what now just dropped in to tell you. I'll hear so many people say, gosh, I, I want to create something just like what you've done, but you're already doing it. Has anyone ever felt that? Not Mm -hmm. maybe about one of the three of us or someone else. Here's what you really need to know is there is so much of a bigger need for community than people who are currently doing it. Yes. Way bigger. We Mm -hmm. need more we can't possibly serve all of the people. There is someone who needs you to create the kind of community that you want to create. And they're not going to get their breakthrough until you do. So we can't wait to see what that is. Mm. Damn. I'm going to eat. I'm going to open my cough drop now. <laughs> I just got real awkward. How about for you? <laughs> I love seeing women connect with each other and impacting each other's lives. And I do feel like it's so needed. Life is really hard and there are so many challenges that we'll go through and we're not meant to do it alone. Mm -hmm. We're never meant to do any of these things alone. Mm. And so my favorite part about community is just growing and evolving together and just knowing that you have people. And yeah, 
Mm -hmm. I love what you said, though. It's hard to follow up something so brilliant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it really is so fulfilling. And, and, and you can create it. If you don't have it, you can create it. Mm -hmm. Ditto. It's literally all I'm going to say because that Word. was so beautiful. Word to Big Bird. That was amazing. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start 
which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com.